And um, good morning, afternoon or evening to you all. Today in the second episode of Ancient Love of Gods, we will be talking about Hera with my special guest, Cole. Welcome. Ho- hope you're ready to get started and looking forward to see what we will discover about Hera. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Massimo. I'm looking forward to talking about Greek mythology as well. Great. So as we all know, she was the queen of gods and goddesses, along with being a queen. She was also a wife to Zeus, but also his sister. That's some messed up stuff. Yeah, ancient times were kind of victims, but it was different back then. Yeah, ex- for sure. So you know how God's, uh, God's chariot is normally pulled by horses? Well, Hera's chariot was pulled by quite a different animal. Which animal do you think it was? Maybe cats? Like... Oh, uh, no, not, not necessarily cats. There, there were more birds. There, there we go. That's a bit of a hint. Turtle doves? Uh, nope. Uh, let's see. Peacocks? Uh, yes. And why peacocks? Uh, Hera created the peacock from her very trustworthy watchman, the 100-eyed giant Argos. When Argos was killed by Hermes on Zeus's request, he mourned his death by placing his eyes on the tail of the peacock. Hera did this for Argos as a lasting tribute of her gratitude for his loyalty and service. Now, what kind of service are we talking about? Like, what did he do for Hera? Well, I've heard that Argos was guiding, was guarding Io to keep her away from Zeus's lusty eyes. Oh, really? Yeah. But yeah. then, after Hermes killed Argos, this enraged Hera, and she sent a gadfly to chase Io across the sea. She eventually crossed a point that we now call the Bosphorus. Oh, really? And where is the Bosphorus? I don't actually know that, but I do know it means cow crossing in Greek. Oh, really? I, I did not know that at all. Like, that's, well, as we know, we always learn something new every day. Indeed. Um, and uh, Hera was the woman presiding over marriages and births with Zeus. Uh, her marriage with Zeus was not the best due to Zeus going out every other day and having an affair with some young goddess or mortal down on earth, as a bad god does. Um, Hera is such a faithful wife and sister after seeing her big brother Zeus have all his affairs and do it behind her back, Hera was quite the vengeful wife. She would spend her days chilling on Mount Olympus, spying on Zeus and plotting revenge against his lovers. Nice way to end the week, am I right? Yeah, but of course, Zeus was not the only one who felt Hera's wrath. She also directed her anger towards his offspring outside his marriage. Some of these notable affairs between Zeus and goes between Zeus and Callisto, the nymph. Whoa, so Zeus cheated on his wife with a nymph? Come on, Zeus, you're better than this. Also, I just wanted to add that throughout the years, Hera has been cast as the Karen amongst the gods and goddesses on Mount Olympus. She can be quite moody and have beefs with gods and goddesses and demigods like Heracles and sometimes even your mum. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Well, this is a semi-comedy podcast about Greek mythology, is it not? Indeed it is. Uh, sorry, okay. So what about that affair between Callisto and the nymph? What happened? Uh, Callisto was a nymph, and uh, she was also Artemis' hunting companion, believe it or not. Uh, and uh, Zeus, as he does, seduced her in the process, and she fell pregnant. Hera must have been enraged. Uh, that she was. When uh, Hera found out, she was absolutely infuriated. She then went on to transform Callisto into a bear and tried to persuade Artemis to shoot her. 
Oh, that's cool. Uh, one uh, again uh, by you know the AK the big Kahuna, aka Zeus, and sent Hermes to recover her child from her female parts. He then went on to transform both Callisto and her child into a constellation of stars to keep them safe from Hera's wrath. Isn't there a word for that in Greek? Do you remember it? Oh, no, I don't, I, I don't think I read that deeply into it. Like I think. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure what it was, but... I think it might have been casterism, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure because, you know, I'm, I didn't... I haven't read that much about, you know, the, uh, you know, astrology of Greek mythology as well, so I really don't know. Do you know by any chance, or...? Yeah, um, I think it was casterism. Oh, yeah? And here, the gods did this a lot, like, Zeus did it to Castor and Polydeuces after, I think... Castor was traitorously killed, and that's oh. what let, who was she, Paris, abduct Helen from Sparta. Oh, yeah, that's right. War. Yeah, that's right. And then if I remember, the king of Oth- Itha- uh, I- Ithaca? Ithaca, yeah, Ithaca rescued her, because I've, I've read this book, and it was, it was from what, when I was much younger. Like, it was essentially all the Greek, Greek tales just told more for a younger generation. Yeah. So from when I read it, it was essentially Paris came, stole Helen to, you know, Troy, yeah. and the Spartan king Menelaus and the king of Athaka, Odysseus, kind of made this plan where they would hide inside a big wooden horse, they'd bring it up to the walls of Troy... The, and then they'd bring in the tro- the horse, and then all the soldiers would come out and, you know, rescue Helen, essentially. Yeah, the famous story of the Trojan horse. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Hera was also known to be a bit of a cuckoo bird. Quite literally, she disliked our good mate Hercules, or in the original Greek, Heracles, so much that she got herself inside of his head. Not literally, otherwise that would look very, very odd, but emotionally. And by doing so, made him so mad with rage that he killed his dear wife and his child. An incredibly cold move here. But of course, this is what set off his famous 12 labors, right? Yeah, exactly. And what were some of those 12 labors? If... Let's see. The first one was to kill the Lunian Hydra, I think. Yeah. And he got his nephew to cauterize the Hydra's necks just after, he, just after he cut them off so the heads wouldn't grow back. Yeah, exactly. The second one, I think... No, the first was to kill the Nemean lion who had an impenetrable hide. The second was the Hydra. Yeah, exactly. And then I think the third was he wanted to get the Serenean hind, the sacred, sacred Artemis, but also incredibly fast. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, he had to trap the Caledonian boar on a snowdrift. Then he had to kill the Stymphalian birds, I think. Birds it, with bronze claws and metal feathers. Yeah, exactly. Um, then he had to clean Orgius's stables. He used a river for that. Yeah, that was very clever of him. Yeah, he's normally known for being quite thick. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. I mean, people can surprise us. Exactly. I've I... forgotten the rest. Though. Oh, re- yeah. Do you I remember think... any of them? Yeah, I think there was one where he had to go down into the depths of the underworld and the last one, right? Yeah, 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 that Cerberus. was Cerberus. Yes, yeah, Cerberus, and then I think he had to kill. The three-headed army. He, he he was like a dude who had like six arms. Oh yeah, that giant with his red cattle, right? Yeah, exactly. And and I think then Hera once interfered, or she interfered with multiple of his tasks. And I think 
That's why they didn't have such a good relationship. Yeah. And then he had to visit the Amazons and get the... Gorilla Hippolyta, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think he had to try and get the belt off of the chief. or It was something like that. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but it was much, uh, very close around that sort of, you know, area. And that's why we have the, you know, the Amazon now, because it's supposedly, I, I believe, named after the, you know, Amazon... You know, people. I'm pretty sure Hera might have intervened in that one as well. Exactly. Heracles or Hercules was about to succeed, but then she turned herself into an Amazon, walked among them, and spread the rumor exactly. that Hercules was going to kidnap the queen. Or, yeah, kidnap or kill, or, or just do like so, yeah, so, something like that, so that, you know, he could, you know, be all right again. But it was really interesting. And uh, how did he die exactly, Hercules? Because I, I, it, it's very, like... Foggy in my mind, like, I don't remember exactly, yeah. but wasn't it that he drowned at sea? I've heard that he killed... So after he killed the Hydra, he doused his arrows in its poison. And yeah. And it was pretty much incurable. So then he had... He later married, remarried after he killed his wife. Oh, really? And there was a... Yeah. And there was a centaur who offered to help take his wife across a river that was swollen or something like that. But then halfway through, he tried to kidnap her or something like that. Oh, and no. then Heracles shot him in the back with one of the poisoned arrows. And as he was dying, the centaur said to his wife, who was quite compassionate, that he had an enchanted shirt, which was now soaked in the, po- the hydra poison. And that if Heracles' love ever waned for her, that if she gave this shirt to him, his love would return. And oh. so there was one point, I think Heracles went off to war in at some point for some reason and he brought back a young female slave and oh. his wife thought that she thought that he was now cheating on her and oh, no. gave him the shirt but there was still the hydra venom and it soaked into his skin and killed him hey that's not a good way to go for a hero so largely you know populated and yeah. everything and do you think, just like just on the topic of Hercules for a minute, do you think they overdid all his character characteristics in the movie, the Disney movie? Like, if you've seen it, I don't think I I saw a clip of it, and he seemed a little like, I know Her- Hercules wasn't necessarily stupid. He displayed quite a lot of intelligence when he was cleaning out those stables with the river, but he seemed like just smart in general. Like, yeah. The way Stephen Fry does him, for example, in his books. He's a little thick, he's got some intelligence, but it feels a little more genuine to the Greek myths. Yeah, exactly. In the Hercules movie, he feels like kind of too glamorous. Yeah, and it's like every, you know, they make him look like he's smarter, you know. And they even portray Hades as kind of being a funny, funny guy, like even though, and having like fire hair and everything. And it's like, even though that was the complete opposite of how he was and all just all the gods like in the opening scene there's you know baby hercules like they got the snake strangling part correct but then they made zeus look you know obviously old and everything yeah wise and he was just you know all features like you know muscles and everything just over the top and it was like i never understood it and that's why I, i like the movie but it's just like why do that? Like, why not make a Disney movie, but still, you know, keep everyone, you know... Me- the nuance. Yeah. They were almost like caricatures with Disney. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what, you know, happened. Like, they just made... And then in the movie, there was this weird, like, goat, half goat, half human guy. Oh, a fawn. Yeah, I think... I, I don't know the name of them. But um, 
and and he was helping Hercules, and it was I don't think I never heard that in the myth. That, oh, you know, I have actually heard in Greek myths there are these things called satyrs. I think they're like half man, half goat, but they were kind of wild. But back on the subject of Hera, do you remember how she was portrayed in the Disney movie? No. Hmm. Not like it particularly vengeful and evil. No, she was completely opposite. Like kind, you know, like you know, like any like any mother would be <laughs> like you know. Yeah, and it was just like, you know, she was all friendly and everything, whereas the truth, re- reality, of, was it that she was quite, she got, she you know, she was quite angry because, you yeah. know, so, you know, her brother did some stuff to her when, you know, he disguised himself as a bird and uh, did, you know, what he whatever did. He yeah, whatever he does, what he does best. And, um, you know, he kind of betrayed her that in that way, over I think. Over and over again. Uh, over and over. And he did, uh, but he didn't just do it to Hera, he did it to multiple people. And she knew about all those affairs eventually, and they would have disputes, which, you know, didn't end well. And uh, he would just continuously do it. But that's, she took it too far, but it's kind of understandable. Yeah, way. exactly. And I think, I, I just, you know, in this scenario, I feel sorry for Hera. I can understand how you'd feel so angry, you know, you'd just feel so angry. You'd be like, why, you know, why is he doing this? Even though I tell him, don't do this. But, you know, he's a god. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. He's not married. Like, he hasn't got a ring on his finger and he can say, you know, I'm married. So. And he could blast me in the smithereens if I want. What yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. But she didn't because, you know, she just thought, you know, he wouldn't do it. But he kept on doing it. And then she kind of, and I can understand why she hated all his offspring. But, you know, the kind of hatred she had towards them all. You know, it didn't have to be so strong. Like, I, I can get it, like, you know. But you don't have to try and stop them in, you know. them in, murder all their family. And things yeah, like exactly. So it's a, it's a little confusing, but, yeah. And um, now that wraps up our second episode of Ancient Love of Gods. And once again, thank you to my co-host, uh, Cole. And we'll see you next time.